This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Strangers and Aliens, episode 114, Hidden Gems of Television Sci-Fi. Strangers and Aliens podcast. Strangers. <laughs> to boldly say what needs to be said. Would you be a stranger or an alien? Or would you be a strange alien? The truth is out there. I am your father's best friend, Palmer. Captain Kirk. Do you think that there's room in sci-fi for God? The very first thing that God did was that he created something, so we have a creative God. This is Strangers and Aliens Podcast. Hello, and welcome to Strangers and Aliens, the podcast. I'm Ben Avery, one of three Strangers and Aliens here to talk with you about the intersection of Christianity and imaginative fiction. And I have been joined by my friends and yours, <laughs> Steve McDonald. Hi, everybody. And Dr. Jace O'Neill. Hello, hello, hello. Wow, that was a pretty good dramatic intro there. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm compensating. For what? I'm grumpy today. <laughs> really? I am. I am grumpy today. Our heater is not working. It it oh. will turn on sometimes, turn off weird times. Wow. Uh, so we can get the house warm, but then it'll get cold and we'll have to like figure out, okay, if we turn it off now and then run downstairs, turn the furnace off and wait a little bit and then come back up. It's just – I don't even know what's wrong. And then – we don't have a driveway, so we have to park on the road, which oh, means no. our spot gets plowed in every single time. Wow. And How so, much snow did you all get? Well, we got plenty of snow. It's not the snow that's the problem, though. We didn't get any snow today or yesterday, but my spot, my one little spot that I've carved out to park our van just gets plowed in. I, this literally happened four days ago. I was out shoveling with my son. We were shoveling, and the plow comes up. And he wasn't plowing anything, but he comes up right to where we are, and he motions for us to move, and he plows right in, and then just keeps going. Like, he saw us shoveling that exact spot, and he just wow. filled it in. So it's just they keep filling in where we're shoveling. It is so frustrating. That's egregious. I'm grumpy about it. I'm very grumpy. So how are you guys doing? <laughs> well, you know I'm what? Up. You're you're doing a little bit better than, than I was yesterday, because... I was shoveling, but see, we, we have this flat roof that we actually have to go up and shovel. And uh, I was coming down the ladder, and the ladder had ideas of coming down too. So I fell uh, almost like an entire story um, down on top of a ladder. And it was, it was kind of uh, sad because my, my son was up still on the, on the roof, and he, of course, was thinking he was watching his, his dad's last minutes on earth uh, <laughs> but i was okay i got the wind knocked out of me but he was up there and there was a guy in the next yard which is over a fence and they're both asking if i'm okay and i have the wind knocked out of me and i have to be uh, yeah i'm doing fine <laughs> it was uh it was it was quite quite the thing to see so nothing hurt though eh uh nothing nothing actual hurt no i, I feel like i got beat up but um you know but not hurt yeah no, I, I I was able to go to work. I'm 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 self medicating. Nice. So, so I'm not grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super happy today. I'm super happy. Yeah, I, I guess I'm I happy. smell purple. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So. I think I smell like purple. <laughs> well, it's been a while since we've been together. I know. Yeah. It's good. It's, it's, uh... Dr. Jace, you have your uh, you, you had your one year anniversary for your church, right? Yeah, yeah, we did. We had our one year, and uh, it's crazy to think that it's been one year since we opened, and uh, 
It's been going really well. I mean, people are excited, pumped up for this next year. Cool. Yeah, Excellent. we're cool. Are you? When are we? When are we running the next um, Warrior episode? Do you guys know? Uh, in a couple of weeks, probably. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which one are we on? The third one. Third one will be up next. Yeah. Third, yeah. yeah. Yep. And then the fourth one. Because we like to go in one. chronological order like that. Yeah. So, uh, there actually is no fifth one, right? I don't think so. No, that's, I think yeah, that I think that series four. is just four. But, um, yeah, so, okay, so here we are. We did the crossover stuff. Uh, Dr. Jace, you appeared on on um, uh, Are You Just Watching with Eve Franklin. Yes, with Eve, yeah. That was a good episode mm-hmm. yeah, of her podcast. I, I was also on Sci-Fi Christian. Okay, what'd you do there? Uh, basically, Matt Anderson wanted to just uh, brag about winning the fantasy football league. Gotcha. <laughs> so, gotcha. Wow. All right. Some yeah. People. You know, hey, some people have to do things like that to feel good about themselves, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I yeah. I, 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 That's I what I'm going to say. Won. <laughs> he won fair and square, so I'll give him his due. How did and, we do? Uh, you and I, I Steve. Yeah. Do you even yeah. want to? You even want to ask him? I pretty much was taken on the league all by myself for Strangers and Aliens. But Matt Anderson actually had a pretty good idea. He basically said that next year we should get rid of one of the guys that was on it that isn't on a podcast and bring on – there's one other person he wants to bring on who does a podcast. And so he's figuring that that we could have four teams of basically – well, eight teams, but where basically Steve and I would be the Strangers and Aliens and then Mm -hmm. Ben – and Daniel would be the level seven, and then Kobe and him, or whoever was going to Kobe be. and BJ, and yeah, was going to. So then we'd have a whole podcast fantasy football league. Yeah, that'd be cool. Daniel did really well compared yeah. to yeah. me. Yeah, I, I felt like I was taking on the league by myself. So <laughs> no, I think that's a good idea. I'm up for it next year. Um, and if if I'm on Daniel's team, he's going to bug me to make changes and stuff, but. Why can't we do baseball? Is there baseball fantasy leagues? I'm sure there is. There, there is, but it's a much longer season. So? And I bet you it's a, not quite as exciting. But it's baseball. Yeah, it's not that's like what I'm saying. Football. Baseball is awesome to watch in, in the person, park. Yeah. Yep. On TV, I cannot stand it. I cannot stand it at all. It's, it's almost as bad as watching golf. So... Uh, so Steve, you were on um, uh, you were on the Geek This podcast, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I was and on Geek This. That was a lot of fun. We did um, part of their Batman series. <laughs> it was like the the episode zero of their Batman series. We did the nineteen forty three serial, um, and uh, that was that was fun to watch. It, it had the uh, the first appearance of the Bat Cave, the Bats Cave as it was called. And uh, the first like real appearance of a real Alfred before then he was just sort of like a, like, you know, a guy that did stuff around the house. This was an Alfred that was active. You know, it was sort of like Batman and Robin and, and also Alfred. And uh, you know, he actually did stuff in it. Um, It was interesting also because it was a wartime serial. So it had a, a, a Japanese bad guy. So there was a lot of uh, stereotypes, typical ethnic stuff going on there and some words that we don't use nowadays so <laughs> uh, to describe you know Japanese people um, so it was it was interesting in a lot of different ways uh, culturally and you know just to see what Batman was what could have been mm-hmm. you know back then so it, it was a very interesting episode of the uh, Dave and David are, are really good guys. Um, and uh, we're, we're thinking about doing the, the second Batman serial also, so they might have me on as a guest to do that one as well. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be cool. Good. Yeah. And I was on with Nathan James Norman on the uh, Untold podcast, and that was fun too. And then he came on and talked with me on Strangers and Aliens. We basically split our, conver- split our conversation in two. Cool. It made it more of a you know part one, part two of the crossover kind of thing. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, um, I want to I hear your guys' episodes. That'd be fun. So, okay, uh, Doctor Jace, today's topic comes from your warped and twisted mind. 
Um, <laughs> actually, I say that and it sounds like it's going to be something really weird. It's not. So, um, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> it's actually a pretty standard, good, yeah. solid topic. So it's not it's not warp and twisted. But uh, why don't you go ahead and explain what we're talking about and um, why we're talking about it, and then we can kind of get into this and. Um, I'm excited. I'm, I I was making my list of things for uh, for this, and there's some things I'm ready to talk about. So go ahead. Okay. So my wife and I, as you guys know, kind of what we do is we don't really go to the movies a lot because we have two small children. And so what we do is we watch uh, shows pretty much straight through on Netflix in general. And uh, so we were kind of tempted to do some shows that we didn't know about or some of them we've heard of and there's there's a few of them that are more well known than others but i just thought you know we should talk about a couple of hidden gems maybe some ones that you're not aware of or maybe the average person isn't aware of at least i wasn't aware of some of these now some mm-hmm. of them you guys will all know of but others i'm curious to find out if, if you are aware of them or not yeah it'll be interesting <laughs> yeah and i'm curious to know if some of some of your hidden gems as well yeah. Now mine don't come from Netflix necessarily, um, so mine might be harder to find. Although mm. a few of these, they're cheapies uh, with uh, at like Walmart and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, how do you want to start this, Doctor Jace? You want to go just round and round, spinning wheel kind of thing, or <laughs> uh, you have topics that or or categories or anything like that? No, I, I just have. Um, I, I would say that. I have a list, and I'm I just curious. We can just go list by list, I guess. Okay. Well, why don't you go ahead and start? All right. So uh, I'm going to start with one that I'm not sure if you guys have seen or known. Um, maybe you have or you haven't. But we, my wife and I started watching this, and the very first episode, in fact, the, the one-sentence description had us hooked, and we're like, well, we have to see this. And so it's called uh, Persons Unknown. Have you guys seen that? I have heard of that, but I've not seen it. Yeah, it, the concept's really, really interesting. And um, it has um, Alan Ruck in it, who is from Twister, and I believe he was on Speed, uh, the movie Speed, and he's, you would know him if you saw him. But uh, what happens is, is these uh, seven strangers wake up all in this hotel room. They've all been kidnapped and they have no idea how they got there, why they're there. And so the whole thing is trying to figure out how to get out, what's going on. And, uh, and you don't know, you know, do you trust the people you're with? They're suspicious and they're stuck. They leave this hotel. First of all, they wake up and they're locked in this hotel room. And the one you, you, you kind of enter into this world by the, the female. She's screaming because she, uh, she was stolen away from her daughter, and she's trying to break out and, and come to find out that the only way you can get out of the room is because somebody yells at her or breaks in and explains there's a key in the Bible. And so the key from the Bible opens up the door. There's these cameras all in, in the hotel room as they're trying to introduce themselves. It's this small-town hotel. They walk out, and then in the middle of this small, like, small-town main street town. And so they try to leave, but they can't. There's a lot of different things that are in place where they can't leave. They can't get out. Yet, there's cameras everywhere. And so it's this really interesting dynamic that, that, they're, that they're basically prisoners, or are they prisoners? Mm-hmm. And there's all these different layers to it. Um, the only downside is, is there's only one season to it. Yeah, do they I – knew, I knew that as well. Do they resolve anything? Um, there's some resolution, but then it's left on a, it's left with kind of the next level and you're kind of like, well, what's going on? And, uh, basically the show got cut off before, but there is some resolution. There is some resolution in the sense of, um, why are they there? Uh, but there, you know how they, you resolve some questions, but ask bigger questions. Right. So you, a lot of your initial questions are answered, but some are asked that are not answered. But it's very, very interesting. So did you feel satisfied watching it then? Or, or when you got to the end of it, did you feel like <laughs> did you feel like you just left hanging? Like 
like Stargate Universe might have done for you? Um, no, I think for, well, for my biggest questions, they were answered. However, um, I've kind of gotten used to watching these shows, uh, you know. Like I, but I, so I kind of make up my own my own ending to give myself sanity. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say that for some of my biggest questions to begin with were answered. In fact, I cared more about the initial kind of setting. So most of my questions for that setting was answered. But you're introduced. I don't want to ruin it. You're introduced right, right. In, in the in the ending another setting. And then I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. What is going on here? So I would say it's a mixture of both. There's some resolution and there's some bigger questions. Okay. But I think it's it's only I think it's only like 15 episodes. So it's absolutely worth seeing because it's pretty interesting. I would say that um, I think that towards the end, there's like three episodes where I think some things were forced, like some some of the acting motivations weren't there. And I don't know if they they felt the crunch to, to make something up. But it wasn't – I think the average person probably wouldn't notice that. I'm just very critical of that sort of thing. But it, it was interesting. I really enjoyed it. And I would recommend if I mean it's only fifteen episodes, give it a shot. Yeah, but I'm glad to hear you say that because the kind of, the reason I w- did not click on that when it would come up on Netflix is because I f- I was worried that okay one season I'm going to watch it, but it's not going it's just going to leave me hanging. I'm going to feel like you know there is no ending here, and I don't like that feeling. <laughs> well, I know you know sometimes so. you have that you have you're left with that. Even if they did it on purpose, you know, like Seinfeld, you're left with them all in prison. You're like, what is that about? Yeah, but that's intentional. Like that yeah. that's where they're they're not saying we have more story to tell. They're saying there's they're gonna go on with their lives. It's I'm gonna be in prison for a little bit. Although, did you see the six minute Seinfeld episode that just came out? No. It's part of uh Jerry Seinfeld's Yes, yes, I did see thing, that. the comedians in cars. Yeah. Getting coffee. But it's actually meant to be Jerry and George, you know, out. So they got out of prison. So, spoiler. <laughs> but somehow they got out of prison. And and they're back getting coffee, you know. So. And then All right. The, um, I want to hear the, your guys's. On the, well, before that, on the Super Bowl, they had a, I don't know if it was a clip from that, but they yeah. had. Yep. They, That's what that is. Because uh, it was a six minute episode, but they put a, a little bit of it on there. Yeah, that's fine. And it's part of his series that he has online. He's kind of doing this, these these mini uh, just conversations, getting coffee with with other comedians. And he, he, if you're funny and he knows you, he might invite you to be on the show. <laughs> um, and and that's how that that came about. But, right, uh, Steve, you got one? I do. I am going to um, lump these three in together. And it's curious that I had these three before. Well, I'll, I'll just I'll just give them to you. Um, Spider-Man from the 1960s, the cartoon. Spider-Man, the live action from the late 70s. And mm-hmm. Spider-Man and his amazing friends. I was a huge Spider-Man fan, but I was not a comic book collector or fan. I didn't read a Spider-Man comic book until probably the mid-80s. But I would watch the Spider-Man cartoon ad nauseum. You know, at my grandmother's house on Friday afternoon, um, the live action when when that came out, I was like, "Whoa, I gotta watch Spider Man!" And you know, there there wasn't a lot of uh, super villains or anything like that. It was a lot of mundane stuff. Um, there were ninja still, in one episode. Yeah, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> and then Spider Man is amazing friends, uh, probably a lot because of Firestar. But still, uh, you know, I I um I I would just love watching those so much just big huge spider-man fan for some reason never picked up a comic book until you know after i discovered the x-men and and all that good stuff so steve so. have you just revealed to us your cartoon crush <laughs> a spider-man yes yes no no firestar <laughs> as a child that's yeah, that's sure. what your cartoon crush is as a child as a child yes i'm not saying you still do cause... but she was that older you know old, older girl you know, I was what, I don't know, thirteen or something like that. So she was. That's this, not a child, Steve. This thirteen. <laughs> <That's>, okay. Sorry, <laughs> man. 
Yeah, that's a t- I mean, in some cultures, you're getting married and living on your own at that age. Yeah. But not this one. Yeah, that's true. But, so, but yeah, it's um, Spider-Man. I noticed you and didn't were, include the Japanese Spider-Man. I did not include live the action series. Spider-Man. Yeah, for for a good reason. <laughs> hey, it's on Marvel.com for free. Yeah, yeah. For I, good I reason. Wonder, what, wonder why it's free. <laughs> yeah, they're not selling that. <laughs> Nobody's clamoring for that DVD set. No. So. I watched Spider-Man and his Amazing Friends too. Uh, yeah, but like in like reruns of reruns of reruns, no. you watched them probably like in the mid '90s, didn't you? No, they were still. They were still playing that for a long time. You watched it Saturday mornings, right, Chase? I, I don't remember. Oh. I watched them live. I mean, I mean I, when I was watching them, they were drawing them as the show was going on. <laughs> it was that live. It was All a right, flip book. Who's your, what's your first one out there? Uh, let's go with... Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lump this up too, into two. I've got, I've got two here that I'm going to mention quickly. Logan's Run... Mm-hmm. And Planet of the Apes, both movies. Both movies. But they had TV iterations turned into TV Nicely shows. Done. And um, what about Beneath the Planet of the Apes? Well, that wasn't a TV show. It that, was. Uh, what, what, what was the one that was? The no, cartoon? that was uh, the cartoon. Is I thought that was Beneath. You're the it's not Beneath. It's like Beyond the Planet of the Apes, or or up uh, until between the, the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> um. It's, it's some sort of proposition that they use yeah. in there. Um, but both are movies that I enjoyed. Now, I, Logan's Run and Planet of the Apes were movies that were, came before I was a, able to really watch them. I watched some Planet of the Apes when I was a little kid, but mm-hmm. I didn't watch these uh, television series until um, I was an adult. And they are definitely, you know, the episodic kind of thing where you, once you've seen the pilot episode, the pilot sets everything up. You can watch them in any order you want to, and it is not going to change a yeah. single thing because from the beginning to the end, once you get to the end, everything's reset back. Yeah. And yeah. so very episodic. But they also – the cool thing about these and the reason I would recommend these two TV series, if you can get past the 70s music, the 70s editing style, the 70s costuming, or costuming even though they're trying to look like they're in the future – it's you can tell where these people came from, and mm-hmm. um, there's sci-fi concepts in these episodes, and it's, some of them are very interesting. Some of them, like Planet of the Apes, where the big climax was um, the ape is able to, uh, you know, build a hang glider and <laughs> distract the uh, gorilla soldiers long enough because oh look he's flying or whatever. Um, not so much, but especially in Logan's Run, Harlan Ellison wrote an episode of that. Um, and I don't wow. think he used a pseudonym, Alan Smithy, for it. Uh, <laughs> I think he was actually happy with it. Um, you know, there, there's sci-fi concepts that are getting explored and they're interesting. And I enjoy both of these series far more than I thought I would. Now, was was Roddy McDowell in the TV series as yes, well? Yes, he was. Yeah, because yeah. that show was one of the reasons why Roddy McDowell was one of my favorite actors up to that point. So, um, yeah, I, I was watching those. As as a child, and I believe it was uh, Mark Leonard who played the the main gorilla general in that series, who you would general. know as Sarek, Spock's yeah. father. Yeah, and so yeah, um, so Doctor Jace, those are mine. Yeah, what do you got for us? All right, I'm gonna go with one, and I don't know how well known it is. I didn't know much. I didn't know anything about it, but uh, it's really really interesting. And it's called um, Continuum. Oh. Okay. Have you guys heard of Continuum? I think that was on Sci-Fi Channel for a while. I think it's a Canadian show. Yeah, Canadian I believe produced. it is. Yeah, I think it is because uh, they're always mentioning, I think it's Vancouver. Um, <laughs> and, um, you know, because the, the main character is supposed to be from Oregon or Seattle or something like that. Um but it's a really interesting story. Uh, there's uh, two. It's there's two seasons uh, that are on Netflix. And I I don't know if it's still. I think it's still going. So you can at least watch the first two seasons on Netflix. And the concept is that uh, a police officer in 2077 is uh, on hand to see an execution of this gang. Basically, that's kind of like this live execution, and something goes awire. 
and uh, and one of the people who's in it, which you, you'll be interested to know, is uh, the smoking man from X Files is in this. Okay, in this so it's Canadian then. <laughs> yeah, and um, oh well. Also, I didn't mention that in Unknown Persons, uh, the one girl from Battlestar Galactica, the African American girl uh, who was always on the on the bridge, she um, she was in that. But anyways, continuum. So something's going wrong. The, the, the terrorists are up to something, and because I guess how they do it is this thing in the middle of the room kind of kills them or something, and they're they're, they're terrorists. <laughs> they're terrorists. They've been blowing up buildings, and so she goes to stop them, and all of a sudden they all disappear, and they get planted in 2012. And so they all scatter the terrorists, and there she is. And it's cool because um, I, I think – did you guys see the – the episode, uh, the new show that's out with um, uh, uh, the guy from Lost. Um, the guy? Uh, Intelligence. Uh, he played Sawyer. I did not. I, I saw a commercial for it, but I haven't seen the show. I can't even remember what, it, what it's called. Yeah, it's like an yeah. Intelligence or something like that. I think they kind of took some elements from this show because basically she has this suit which has all these cool things. Like she, Because uh, it's from the future – uh, it can change colors. It can also make her invisible. She can shock people. Her weapons are really cool. Um, and what's really interesting is the moment she gets into town, because uh, they, they uh, she can see everything because they implant these like super contact lenses where she can see like a computer in her eyes, kind of like Google Glass, but in your eyes. And she starts to hear a person. And because in her time in twenty seventy seven. The, the, they're always talking to you and they're in your head it's kind of like you have a bluetooth in your head well in 2012 there's someone too it just so happens that the creator of that technology is a boy is like a teenage boy and he's in the middle of you know developing it he's freaking out because <laughs> no one's supposed to be on the signal and what you find out in the in the first episode is the old guy the cigarette smoking man who seems to be setting her up is actually the, uh, and this is in the very first episode. So is actually this young technology guy. And so it's a very uh. interesting dynamic. Cause you don't know what it's. It, there's all these secret motives and there's all these, you know, well, who's good? Who's bad? Why is this really happening? And at the same time, she's trying to combat these terrorists. So she ends up on the special task force with the police station because she has all the secret knowledge and basically this computer was makes it makes it look like she's like tight government where everything's red tape so they can't touch her but they still can use her on these yeah, trying to, to stop these gangs it's very very interesting if you like time travel if you like uh, you know those types of things and I think they try to use a lost convention where you're always seeing backflashes okay mm-hmm that shares you a little bit more of the story that you're not aware of until it happens. Great. You said lost. That's on my list. Oh, just kidding. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So I, I looked this up, Dr. Jace, and you will be very happy to know that there is a season three. Um, obviously, it won't be on Netflix for a little while, but the season premiere for season three is going to be March 16th, 2014. It better because after that last episode, I'm like, I want to know what happened next. <laughs> well, this is one that, uh, yeah, it's on Netflix. Because they want you to watch the uh, the next season, I think, rather than it's on Netflix because they just wanted to dump it there. And yeah. you know, we made this show. Why not? You know, there's no ending, but who cares? Because nice. Um, okay, very good. That I okay again another recommendation. I'm I'm uh, I basically would... I'm going to follow your list, Doctor Jace, and probably yeah. just go on Netflix and just start adding things to my queue from. Well, I, I figured that it would be an interesting topic because because we could. I figured you hadn't seen some of these. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's you're two for two right now, Doctor Jace. So, um, all right, Steve, what's up? What's next? Next for me is a. This is not a drama. This is a. Um, it's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. Uh, it's called In Search of, and uh, had Leonard Nimoy Leonard as Nimoy, yeah. the host. And he would introduce, um, you know, cryptozoological stuff mm-hmm. or, you know, um, UFOs, uh, Stonehenge, and just do like mini documentaries sort of um, postulating, you know, what are these things? Where did they come from? Here are some uh, 
theories about what they are or where they came from or whatever. And when I was, you know, 10 to 15, these were the things that were the gems. I was like, what are those things? And I was always trying to find out more about all these different things. Um, while I was going through that phase, this was, uh, it broadened me out because it showed me that there's so much in this world where we can't describe it. We can't explain it. You know, God knows. Uh, <laughs> but other than that, you know, there, and there's all these different things. And of course, it, it set things up in my mind. So when I wanted to write about things, you know, I had something to, to go to, at the very least, to create those things. And I wanted to create that sense of mystery, you know, when I was writing things. And I wanted to have these iconic things that people could sort of take and say, well, it's of course, it's in a fantasy world or whatever, not in our world. But it reminds me of that other thing that's in our world. And, um, you know, I could use them as parallels and things. So, uh, And they were well done. I mean, they're... It wasn't like a cheesy thing, as far as I can remember. Maybe they were. I don't know. <laughs> you know what that show was for me that what? you're describing? Uh, that's incredible. Oh, that did the wow. same yeah. same exact thing. The Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster. I, I still remember the psychic lady that they're like, she's two miles away, but she's like saying, oh, there's a clock and it looks like this. And she makes a shape with her fingers. And then they show a picture of the clock two miles away. And I'm like, what in the world's going on here? Yeah. There's but, still segments of that show. I remember to this day. Oh. It was very, very well done. Now they also had some very natural things like a kid who got lost in a um, soybean field for right. three days and they couldn't yeah. find him. And then all of a sudden he just walked like they're, they're searching and all of a sudden he just walked out of the field and they said, where were you? I was in the field. Well, what'd you do? What, what'd you eat? Soybeans. I yeah. ate soybeans. <laughs> That's very vividly remembered. Yeah. But. Or savants who could play the piano like mm-hmm. a virtuoso. Or like um, Rubik's Cube geniuses who used their feet Rubik's, yeah. and didn't have any yeah. arms. And... Yeah. Or liquids that can be breathed. Like they would put a mouse in the liquid. And, of course, it looked like it was drowning for a minute. But then it could breathe the liquid because it had enough oxygen in it that That's once it got really... into your lungs. That's cool. I, did, stuff. I, I don't remember seeing that. Oh, it's crazy. There's some really good. Doctor yeah. Jace, do you have a show like that? Just from your memory, from your childhood. I, I don't know. I'd have to really think about it because I think we've talked about several of those shows already that have had that kind of impact for me. So it'd be kind of retreading. Like uh, I, unsolved to, mysteries. That was another one. Yeah, uh, actually, one I have. It's not quite the same, but the next one I want to talk about. Is a different, different genre. Okay. So. All right. Um, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to uh, please uh, Hank Harwell at this very moment. <laughs> Hank Harwell is listening to this episode and thinking to himself, "Are they going to say it? Are they going to say it?" Yeah, I'm we should say all say it. it at the same time. Um, Max Hedrum. Max Hedrum. Yeah. Uh, I'm watching this on DVD because Hank did loan it to me. And I'm really enjoying it. Again, there's sci-fi ideas, sociological things that they're bringing out. Um, definitely, you know, it's 1985, 1986, and it shows. <laughs> but um, it's also interesting because some of the vibe, it feels like RoboCop with the vibe with, you know, commercials and commercialism and that kind of dystopian um, setting. But, yep, Max Hedrum. So... Cool. There it is. We will be talking about it more in the future. The only thing I know about that I remember is the Pepsi commercials. Well, right. That's just it. You know, the Pepsi commercials were cool. And he also did he did something with music videos in England or whatever. But this show, it's it was a full season and it was sci-fi. But the target often for the sociological stuff was um, like TV networks. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm watching this and I'm thinking to myself, how did I think it was ABC – let this go by where they're making fun of the guys who are making the decisions to put the show on, on the, on their TV. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, Max Hadrum. Uh, okay. So Dr. Jace, what's your, uh, your different type of show that you were going to say? Well, yeah, this one is, uh, you know, different genre basically, but, um, it's, it's called scare tactics. Have you guys ever heard of it? Is that the one where they, it's like a prank show, but it's sci-fi. 
Yes. Yeah. It is a prank, prank yeah. show. <laughs> and there's been a, because I'm not, I'm usually not into the prank shows. Uh-huh. Uh, but there are a couple of these that I almost wept myself. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting there going, okay. I cannot believe. I mean, there, you have like a one setup where, um, um, these kids are in this bus going on this trip or whatever, and then all of a sudden the van breaks down. And they have it all set up where some of them are actors, but then and you know who the real people are. And the whole point is this is that you're nominated by a family member or a friend to be, you know, scare be on scare tactics. So someone nominates you so you can kill them afterwards. Anyways, the the van uh, the the bus stops and all of a sudden these weird lights start happening. And then all of a sudden, uh Aliens pop out and people are freaking out, and because one of the, the bus driver gets pulled out, like supernaturally pulled out, and you're kind of like it, the the it's so it looks so real. If you're in, if you're those people, then everything looks so real that it's believable that people are start crying and all this kind of stuff. Wow. It's a uh, it's pretty intense. Where um, there's a uh, there was one where it's a babysitter, and the uh, the the girl's like, there's something going on. And then the house starts shaking and, and the, the painting starts moving and, the, and you're just laughing your pants off. <laughs> Can we it's say so that on this episode? Yes. Uh, yes yeah. it was, uh, <laughs> okay. I'm using that into the prank stuff, but they do this stuff so well that it's interesting to see how people respond. Cause some of the people who you think would be the most, frightened or like defend their friends and then the people you think were the, the most strong were like crying like girls it was, that's awesome wow it i i've seen i think two episodes and yeah there i i agree it was surprisingly funny again i'm expecting you know prank show whatever but my friend's like no no you don't understand this is really really good and so I watched it, and yeah, sure enough, it was uh, – we laughed a lot. And it's just so funny because it's so unbelievable but done so realistically. And yeah. yeah. Now, have you seen the commercial? They That commercial – well, I guess they, they released it as a commercial, but it was like a tie-in for the new Carrie movie. No. Where they set up a Starbucks or a coffee place so that this girl could come in and – she starts screaming at a, a customer who, you know, is, is a, as an actor. And so they have like actors are planted in the, in, in the one area and all of a sudden tables start moving and like blasting away from her. And the person she's screaming at goes flying. He's got a, he's got a harness on underneath his clothes and they yank him up against the wall and like pull him up the walls. <laughs> it looks like she's doing it. And oh, these really? people are like getting ready to order their coffee and they're just, what's going on? What's going on? And it's the same kind of thing, but they, they did it as a, as a, um, a viral type of marketing thing. Well, I, I don't know the, um, you know, Shan Doherty was the host, I think initially, and then Tracy Morgan took over. And there are sometimes <laughs> Tracy Morgan just, sometimes I don't like his humor, like in general, but in the show, Sometimes it cracks me up because something will happen and he'll be like, are you serious? Or he'll say something that's so <laughs> hilarious that just kind of puts an exclamation point on what just happened that I, I have to admit it's a guilty pleasure. I, I, I wish I, I haven't seen all the episodes, but the ones I've seen, some of them are gold. <laughs> wow. All right. Steve, what do you got for us next? I have. Let's see. I got this little list, and it's kind of a fun list. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to go with uh, a show. This one uh, came out around the same time as Babylon 5 and uh, Deep Space Nine. Space uh, Space Precinct? Nope. Okay. No, this is, it's called Space Rangers. Space and, Rangers. And uh, it's not great. Um, there's a lot of obvious sets. Um, but they... They actually were were trying to examine, you know, different things, cultural things like drugs, um, uh, attitudes towards uh, uh, individuals who were 
um, you know, there was there was a cyborg who had faulty parts, and everyone thought that you know there was there was a he, he couldn't do things as well as everyone else, and so you know there was that type of a thing. There's a lot of you know a little slapstick comedy here and there, um, but at the same time they were really trying to address these things. The the captain, I think he was divorced and had a child, so there was a little bit of angst and drama there, um, and you know it it's it's not great, it's not perfect. But you know, I think it lasted six or seven episodes, um, and I I wanted to watch them. They actually put them out on video cassette about you know fifteen years ago. So <laughs> I, I don't think it, I don't know if it ever made it to DVD. Um, so you know, it's not for everyone. It's a it's an acquired taste. But you know, it's it's that type of thing where they they it wasn't it wasn't as bad as as a seven episode and then canceled would tell you that it is. But it was seven episodes and then canceled? I think it was about seven, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, re- I vaguely remember that, but... Yeah, that might have been when are I was those, in college. Are, are, are those the, one that, the ones that look like rockheads? I don't think so, no. Most of the... I don't think there was a lot in the show. There was, like, one big sort of a job of a bag. Uh, and and uh, but he was like a, a human, much more human-looking um, alien than Jabba was. But uh, most of the characters were were human beings. I think they had uh, in, even the aliens looked mostly human. So it it, it wasn't anything. Uh, you know, they didn't try to go for goofy aliens or you know a lot of plastic rubber mask type stuff. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it for when it came out, and I was sort of bummed that it uh, it got canceled so quick. Yeah. Okay. Six episodes, Steve. Six. Six episodes. And I think I have them all on on, all on right. uh, VHS. Hi, <laughs> Ben. All right. Well, I want to go with a little show it has to do with time travel and uh oh, uh, Doctor comes. Who. No. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to say it I've talked about this a lot so I'm just going to throw it out here just say it Voyagers favorite Voyagers. when I was a kid my kids liked it it's all about a time traveler who goes through time fixing things accidentally picks up a kid from the 80s but his time machine his t- little time device is supposed to not let him go past 1972 so he can't figure out how to get the kid back so they travel through time fixing problems saving the world and helping Thomas Edison create his light bulb, <laughs> you know that that kind of stuff. Good stuff. Which, which apparently st- he ripped off from some other dude. What the light bulb? <laughs> yeah, apparently. Well, I don't know about that because it wasn't in the episode. And, and my, yeah. <laughs> my 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 history education comes from Peabody and Sherman and Voyagers. <laughs> so, what about Time Tunnel? Did you? Uh, did I you do time like tunnel? Time Tunnel. I did not watch it as a kid. I watched it as an adult and enjoyed it. That's a 60s episodic type of thing. Yeah. And a completely different vibe. Yeah. Um, but I, I did enjoy that as well when I watched it as an adult. And they did a pilot episode that was really interesting for the Sci-Fi Channel that I wish would have been something they could have done. Because every time they would go back in time, they would end up accidentally changing something. And then they would come back and there were little things like – um, when they came back at the end of the pilot episode for that series, that they never made the series, they just made the pilot, mm-hmm. they showed the um, stoplights, and the red light is at the bottom, and the green light oh, is at the okay. top. And so you think it's our universe. Sort of like sliders. Yeah, yeah. You think okay. it's our universe, but it's actually not. And they're in like a pocket that's not affected by the time changes. Right. Um, th- that's where their headquarters is. It's really interesting. I wish that that might have happened, but... But anyway, Voyagers, I said it. It's out of the way. Dr. Jace, back to you. So, so let me ask you, how many more do you guys have? Uh, I have two that go together, and I have I have a couple that I, I don't have to say. Yeah. Um, okay. I have uh, six, but I don't have to say one. Yeah. All right, because I have uh, two I was going to lump together because I've talked about them in the past before, and then one new one. Okay. So I can, I can do the, I'll lump the two together right now because uh, I've talked about them. One is the TV show Awake. Um, mm-hmm. You can watch the entire series on Netflix right now. I am shocked that it didn't last because it was one of the most captivating 
commercial of a TV show that I've seen since Lost. I the moment I saw the trailer, I was hooked by that show. Oh, I was too. And, I remember we were hooked together. We talked yeah. about it a lot. Yeah. So I was upset when it ended. However, yeah. there there is a pseudo ending. They, it, there is some conclusion, although it wasn't going to be the initial and it wasn't going to be the final ending of the show. There is still a period, and so Awake is a very, in my opinion, a really entertaining season of television. And another one, I would say that I've talked about before is Jericho. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one that I think is still on Netflix. I was shocked that it was as good as it was. I only, I don't even remember why I watched it because the, the picture of it wasn't even that captivating, but it was, my wife and I kept wanting to rewatch it over and over and over again. It was really, really wow. good. And they got a pseudo ending as well. They got a, they got picked up for that mini season. Yeah. Two, which kind of gave a, a resolution. But they also have comic books. So if you really are hankering for an ending, you can go get the comic books. Yeah. Which I've not read. Yeah, but that, that yeah, they call it season three. And I think they're doing a season four now or something like that. But yeah, yeah. Um, okay, Steve. I'm gonna go back to a cartoon. This was a fun one when I was a kid, late late eighties. Galaxy High. Um, <laughs> and you know, I just come out of high school and you know had that that sense of it. And you know, there's a. Oh, different goofy aliens. It, it was comedy, 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 you know, it, and um, sitcom type stuff. But uh, it had uh, some voices that you'd recognize. Um, one was uh, the voice of Lisa Simpson. Um, I think, uh, oh, what's his name? The guy that does Stimpy and a lot of other voices. I think he did some voices there. Um, so it, it was, it, it had, uh, no, it was Bart Simpson's voice. It was, yeah, it was the female who does Bart Simpson's voice, which is kind of funny because it's a female doing a male voice. But anyway, um, and uh, it, it was just it was just a fun fun show to watch. Uh, I think it lasted one season. <laughs> yeah, but that was different because again it was episodic yeah. and it it wasn't like are they going to graduate or will they die? You know, <laughs> yeah. now we'll never know because it's a cliffhanger. It was a yeah. cartoon. Every episode was standalone. Yeah. So, yeah. but it was fun. Nice. All right. Um, I've got three, uh, three shows I'm going to talk about, but two that I'm going to recommend, um, because these are shows, Dr. Jace, like we were talking about, do they have an ending? And I did, did, have either of you watched the golden years? Not, not <laughs> I watched the, I think I watched the first episode of that. Yeah. Okay. It was Stephen King doing yeah. twin peaks. Mm-hmm. That's really what it comes down to, and it was sci-fi, it was not horror, um, but they they did it was like a summer series. It was mm-hmm. twelve episodes, I think, um, and then it was canceled. And they begged to do a thirteenth episode so they could wrap up everything. And the whole right. idea is um, there's this man who's a janitor who gets caught in an explosion in a science place um, facility, and he starts aging backwards and he's getting younger. Now he's like in his sixties or seventies and he's married to a woman that if you saw her, you'd recognize her from so many TV shows from the nineties and eighties, <laughs> you know, playing that nice old lady. Um, and so there's a really nice, um, back and forth between them where they're, she's questioning their relationship because he's getting younger and she's mm-hmm. not. And he's also manifesting some powers and stuff. But then you get to the 12th episode and, it might not even been 12th. It might have been like 10th or something like that. Um, and all of a sudden, they just give you this they, – they were able to tape like a minute of footage. And, and that's the little period that they put at the end of the series where it's like, okay, it's done. This happened. This happened. We Basically, the plot isn't resolved, but it's stopped. You know, it's not a cliffhanger. It's just beep, breaks, stop, done. Um Okay, so Golden Years I don't necessarily recommend. It's 90s, early 90s TV. Um, but I do recommend these two series that they found out they were going to be canceled and were able to give an ending. And that is Journeyman and Life on Mars. And they both go together because they're related to time travel. And again, like I said, they knew kind of halfway through we're not going to get renewed for a second season. So Life on Mars has one of the most audacious, ridiculous endings. 
it's this awesome show about a guy who's a cop in our day and he ends up back in the 70s. Yeah, he which <laughs> I, I was I remember being really intrigued by that concept. Yes. I, I I'm glad you mentioned it cuz I forgot about it. Well, it's it, it's I recommend it, Dr. Jace. I have not I know, seen the I British agree. version of it, yeah, but I, I watched it all the way through as well and I was surprised by how interesting it was. Um now it's seventies. Yeah, right. I like that. The but... ending is completely crazy. So. Well, it's you know, if Golden Years is they just er, step on the brakes and stop, they're done. Which, by the way, Golden Years is on Netflix. Um, Life on Mars is they just all of a sudden grab the steering wheel and yank it and take this crazy left turn. And the ending it makes total sense on one hand. And on the other hand, you're just like, this has nothing to do with the show I just spent a whole season watching. But I loved it. Um, And then Journeyman is is kind of like a quantum leap type of thing. Um, Only it's, again, a a guy from our time going back in time to different places where he's supposed to help people. And that one's more, you know, of a – it makes sense, you know. So that one they're able to come to a a rolling stop, you know, and say – He's going to continue going on with his life, but you kind of have a little bit of resolution. So, um, okay. So one more round. Is that what we have here? Dr. Jace? Yeah. All right. Yeah. What do you got for That's us? All right. Here's another one. Maybe you've seen it. Maybe you haven't, but the only reason why I gave this one a chance because it's BBC and I figured, well, I didn't like Dr. Who initially. So maybe, maybe I, um, I'll give this one a shot. And it's, I don't even know how to pronounce it, but it's it's like primeval, primeval. Do you guys? Primeval. Is, is it, yeah. Is that what it is? That's what I said, but they I was corrected at school because I called it primeval, and they said no, it's it's British, so you call it primeval. Maybe they were just giving me a hard time. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> like it's not Vincent Van Gogh; it's Vincent Van Gogh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. or or Augustine or Augustine. Yeah. But um, I thought it, I I don't know I'm not from England so I thought the guy was from actually he's not from England either he's from South Africa so he was giving me a hard time yeah anyway say it the way you say it man yeah say it loud Anyways, say it proud uh, have you guys <laughs> ever seen it no I've been very curious about it so let's find out Doctor Jace if you okay. can go full on every one of your recommendations is something I'm going to watch okay well, so far um, I'm only two seasons in now. Not, the way this is brought, primeval set up is that it's only you know six or seven episodes a season, and I, I think there's like five seasons on there. Um, anyways, uh, the concept is this: you have um, a scientist and one of his students, who's annoying students, um, and basically a group of people come together. You can watch how they come together, but they're studying these anomalies that lead into the past, and these anomalies only last for a certain period, and they fluctuate. Some last for a long time, some don't, some are recurring, some don't. The thing is, is each of these anomalies goes to a different um, part in history. So, you know, you, you, you know, you might go into where it's only 8,000 years ago, or you might go into where they would claim, um, you know, back with the dinosaurs or what have you. And so they're having to deal with a couple things. One, trying to figure out what these anomalies are, Two, trying to protect people from these weird animals. Three, trying to keep the secret because there's some there's some secret stuff going on. And four, here's a here's a trippy one. The main character's wife died eight years ago, and he'd been coping with this thing. Well, all of a sudden, in the first couple episodes, he stumbles upon what he thinks is her body in the past. But then he sees someone who he thinks is his wife in the present and then it starts this whole conspiracy like what's really going on like what happened to his <laughs> wife what uh you know is there you know this w- w- dinosaurs what and so uh, so i would say this the pros there's a lot more drama and layers to it than i would have expected it in fact my wife very first episode we watch my wife goes yeah i hate this i hate this show <laughs> so so then I go, well, let's give it one or two more shows. After the second and third show, she was hooked. And now she's wanting to watch it because it really picked up. So uh, the one downside I will say to it is that the graphics are not the best. Mm. Um, but it's kind of one of those things where if you really like B-type TV shows, you would love it. It's kind of like 
B B movie graphics, but A movie drama acting and writing. So it's kind of a mixture. It kind of it's like a little guilty pleasure because it kind of reminds me of B, but there's other parts that's really really good. Okay. So it's like uh, it's like Sharknado special effects uh, put together with. Um Oh, Schindler's List. No, not Schindler's List. Well, I wouldn't go that extreme. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely worth worth watching. I I've okay. very much enjoyed it. Uh, I'm only into two seasons, and my wife is now really, really liking it. So um, I initially thought it was just going to be kind of a Preacher of the Week kind of show. Yeah, that's and, what it seems like. And there is a an element to that, but there's all these uh, – overarching stories that you're kind of like, ooh, there, there's a traitor. Who's the traitor? Is there really a traitor? What, and like I said, it initially was, who, what, what's going on with his wife? What, it, there's, there's some interesting threads in there that, um, that, that make it very, very entertaining. So far. I don't know how it ends. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, well, wow. one thing that kind of made me worry about it was it just looked a lot like Torchwood. Um, you got the team, yeah. and then you had the pterodactyls. <laughs> just like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> well, Torchwood no, just it, no, 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 no. It doesn't. It, it doesn't have the dirty feel of of okay. Torchwood. In uh, fact, it, would you say it's family I, it, friendly? Well, except for the animals who eat people from time to time. <laughs> okay, yeah. but I don't. I don't remember. I don't. I don't. I don't remember any salacious stuff and I don't I don't remember any language hmm, okay well they were speaking British so yeah well it's TVP it's TVPG <laughs> okay it's PG TV so TVPG all right all right Steve last round last make it good one wow you know I was gonna like blast through a whole bunch of them just to make everybody happy but <laughs> I think I'm just going to go with one. Okay. Um, and it's a classic, and uh, uh, the reason I'm picking it is because it only lasted one season, so a lot of people might dismiss it. And um, Can I guess? It's Yeah, you can guess. Prisoner? A prisoner. Am I right? Nice guess, yeah. Am yeah. I? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's a 17 wait, wait, episodes. Wait, wait, is that... Is that um? Did they, <laughs> yes. do, did, did they do a new version with Jim Caviezel and Ian McKellen? Yes, they did. Was so, that any yeah. good? Did you guys see that? I, I have not seen the new version. I didn't know. It didn't interest um, me. But this I want version, to see the new version, but that's because I, I like the old one a lot. Know, this this one had Patrick McGowan, who um, we know from lots of different cool things. <laughs> Nothing come readily to mind. Uh, Secret Agent Man. Uh, right, he no, was danger, danger man. Danger. Well, it was Danger Man, but then it was Secret Agent. Was Secret Agent Man for it, the U.S. Right. I think the song was Secret Agent Man, but the show was Secret Agent. Okay, but so. um, but he was very popular in that because of the whole James Bond thing, and then the Prisoner is almost like an unofficial sequel. Sort of, yeah. I mean, yeah, it really because, could be. Yeah, because a he's a secret agent who, at the beginning of the show, he resigns. And then he's packing his bags, gas comes, and all of a sudden he wakes up in a place called The Village. And he tries to get out. And it has uh, sci-fi elements. It has, um, you know, psychedelic-type elements. It was, it was made in the late 60s, so, you know, it had that, that sense of um, uh, trippiness mm -hmm. to it in some of the, some of the things. But he's, uh, he's forever trying to get out of the uh, of uh, away from the village, and um, you would think, wow, ho hum. Okay, three episodes of that, and I'm done. But the thing is, they keep mixing it up. You know, they keep doing different things with it, and uh, and sometimes you know, I, it, it appears that he has escaped. But has he really escaped? You know, and and what is the what is the extent of his escape? Well, and you, know, you don't how, know. You don't know who's holding him. Yeah. You, yeah, it could be his own government trying to find out what secrets he remembers, mm -hmm. or did he have some information that that's why he quit, or mm -hmm. is it uh, you know a foreign government who's you know trying to trying to figure out what secrets he has that he, 
still left over from from working for the British. It, it's just it, it's so weird. Yeah. It's so many levels of weird. Um, <laughs> but then it's it makes sense until you get to the final episode, which is a final episode. I mean, it is the last episode, and it's yeah. brilliantly bizarre. It's it's it, like the last blast of craziness. Oh my goodness, and it's just amazingly bizarre. Yeah, they pulled all the crazy from all the other episodes, smashed it all together. Can I come back yet? We have not given away anything. Oh, yeah. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure with with. Uh, no, no, we we know your stance, and we've been trying to sell you on this by. Yeah. Explaining the tone and telling you the no, I, I, the I'm setup. sold on it. I, I was okay. started. I heard the first part. Yeah, no, we haven't given away anything um, other than to say you get an ending. So okay. you, yeah. it, it doesn't leave you hanging. It's not like every other '60s show where it doesn't matter when you get to the end. It doesn't matter because it's episodic. Um, you get to the ending and it is the end, and it just gets crazy. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. The prisoner. Yeah, yeah. And I'm glad you said it because it's on my list, and I wasn't sure what I was going to take off my list. Yeah. So there's there's some good ones left on my list. So if anyone wants to know them, just you know, let us know. I can I can keep the list going. <laughs> All right. Um, here's the last one for my list, and I don't know the title of this show. I don't know what it's called. I'm hoping maybe one of our listeners. <laughs> might know and be able to tell me what it is. I saw one episode of this and it intrigued me so much. I thought it was so interesting. I don't know if it was canceled after that, but I never saw another episode after that. And it has haunted me since high school. So we're talking late 80s, early 90s. I wanted to see what the show was. And here's the setup. It's about a police precinct. And it takes place in the present day in the past and in the future, same precinct. And they'll have some sort of crime that is somehow affects them in all three of those time settings and the future stuff. I remember reading an article before the show came out, they had talked to, you know, these guys at like uh, popular mechanics and stuff like that. And they're like talking to futurists and saying, okay, what kind of technology we're going to have. I remember that they had a car crash and the door opens and there's like, the guy steps out of the car and he's, the car, the the cab of the car is filled with gel, you know, and it was like, this is the, this is the futuristic airbag is this gel that just like in, you know, jets out of these streams as when you crash and catches you instead of the airbag. And it was so interesting. And the concept just really intrigued me. I don't know if it just never caught on. If it, it was canceled after one episode, I don't know. But, um, I really want to see this show again. Was was it based in any particular city? I don't remember. Don't remember. I would guess it would be like LA or Chicago or something, but um yeah. I and I looked up, I tried, you know, looking up the word precinct, past, present, future, TV series. Um I went on Wikipedia one time where they'll list like a list of all the TV series that premiered um or that aired, I should even say. Um, in a given year and I just went through all this, these lists. I do not remember the name of this show, but that's the one I'm going to go throw out there. I would call that not a hidden gem, but a lost gem. Um, wow. It sounds interesting. I, I'm sure it's super terrible. I'm, <laughs> I'm positive. I just can't imagine that it, it's lost to me because it was good, you know, but you know, this is around the time when Cop Rock had come out, which was a huge, huge, um, big failure, you know, and things like that, you know, where networks would – they'd film a pilot and they'd throw it out there during the summer just because they had already paid for it, you know. So why not use it? Kind of like Netflix is now. <laughs> and it, so, it didn't last very long? As far as I remember, it lasted like a couple episodes. I never saw anything past the pilot. So, yeah, I've, I've, I put my Google skills to the test three or four times in the last couple of years and just, but when we're making our list, I was like, on my list, I wrote my lost show. That's, 
that's the last <laughs> thing on my list. So, well, surely there is a listener <laughs> that knows exactly what you're talking about. Oh, uh, I don't know. But <laughs> of course, they might not hear this for another five years, so you might have to wait a little bit longer. That is also true. That is also true. <laughs> so, all right. Wow. <laughs> well, um, I think uh, you guys have anything else to say or to add to the conversation, or are we ready to? To, to, to good. wrap this one up okay uh i think our next episode is going to be steve um is the next episode is the video gaming episode is that correct uh, i think it's uh caesar kalinowski no that was last episode oh that's right that's the last episode yeah uh i'm sorry i'm here out of time <laughs> yeah um yes yes a uh, good friend of mine is a uh, uh sort of a video game expert and he's go, sort of going to walk us through uh, video games um, with sort of me guiding him a little bit and uh, and it, there's really good stuff in there okay um, so it, it, uh, no dr. Jace no Ben but uh, good stuff we, and, we we tried to jam as much good stuff without having them in it as possible and after that we'll be back together I don't know what we're gonna be talking about but there'll be the three of us again and sometime soon I want to do Robocop I don't know if you guys like RoboCop enough to actually want to do a whole episode about that franchise. Yeah, I want to see but, it and then do it. Um, Maybe I, wanna... I can get my friend who was in one of the who was in RoboCop too. Oh, really? That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, at least it wasn't in the worst of the sequels. So. Um. Okay. Well, I think that that's that then. So. Um, oh, all right. You guys, have any any parting words? Any last parting shots you want to take? I think uh, I'd, I'd have to say, uh, you know, these these uh, these these TV shows that we mentioned may be uh, misfits of science, but uh, they're really they really belong in the land of the giants. Uh, <sighs> you know, the, the episodes that were, you know, and what? What? Uh, I didn't I say anything. Briscoe County Junior? What? Century City? What? <laughs> Nothing. All right. Well, thank you, Steve. <laughs> With that said, I think it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye. What do you think? You agree? Goodbye. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening, and Godspeed. You've been listening to the Strangers and Aliens podcast, hosted by Ben Avery. Steve MacDonald, and Dr. Jace O'Neill. Our music was composed and mixed by Tim Leffel. Please join in the conversation by visiting our website, strangersandaliens.com, where you will find show notes, articles, reviews, and more. You can also email us directly at podcast at strangersandaliens.com or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash strangers, or you can leave us a voicemail on the Strangers and Aliens hotline. Just call 1-804-37-ALIEN and leave your message. And once again, thanks for listening.